This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Before this hour is done, and Jason and Dan take you home, they're only on for uh, two and a half hours. The Wolves taking on the uh, woeful... Detroit Pistons, although that woeful team beat the Wolves at Target Center when it was kind of rock bottom, baby. I still wish we had that audio, Mikhail, saying rock bottom. Um, Wolves have uh, have won some games since then, uh, most notably the Denver Nuggets, right now the favorite to uh, represent the uh, Western Conference. Many, many things might change. So the Wolves in action, 6-10 with Alan Horton, 5-30, Cal Soderquist with the pregame. So nine hours of entertainment from Jason and Dan smashed into two and a half hours. I think at Detroit, I think at two of my absolute favorites, who I was lucky enough to uh, work with in different capacities when I was with the Wolves, Greg Kelser, who is... Just an amazingly kind uh, individual. And he's still a great analyst on Pistons TV. And then Dwayne Casey, who is simply as nice a human being as you're ever going to meet. And he got totally screwed by the Wolves here when he was fired at 20 and 20. And uh, I hope Case gets some talent. So Wolves and Pistons. So it's Wolves Wednesday. Before this hour is done, Chance for a pair of Wolves tickets. And also, before this hour is done, chance for you to win a pair of Billy Joel Stevie Nicks tickets. Peter Greenberg, very, very successful as CBS's travel editor. You see uh, Peter on uh, CBS. You've heard Peter for years right here on WCC Radio. And considering what took place today, it makes perfect sense to have Peter on the air with us. We thank Peter for coming on. He's on the uh, John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. By now you've heard pain, uh, planes stuck on the ground for hours and hours, thousands and thousands of flights canceled. The computer system, which everybody seemingly has called the antiquated computer system, notice to air missions Tuesday, uh, generated alerts, and that stopped flights from uh, – taking off again until 9 o'clock our time. Peter, it's a pleasure to chat with you. Um, how soon do you believe it's going to be till we have a clear-cut understanding what happened? 
Oh, we have a clear-cut understanding of what happened already. You had a system failure of an antiquated system that's over 30 years old. That, to give you an idea, you call it notice to air missions. The original name for it will give you an idea of, of how, bad, how far back we go. It was called notice to airmen, and they decided to be more politically <laughs> correct, and they're now called notice to air missions. It's yeah. been around for a long time. It's, a, it's essential before a plane can be dispatched to give the pilots real-time information on conditions and hazards at the airports they're flying to, runway closures, construction, taxiways that are blocked, things that they have to know before they take off. When that system failed this morning, a little bit after 4 o'clock in the morning Eastern time, and it failed in a big way, that's when the FAA did something that's almost unprecedented. They ordered a ground stop of all departing planes for the the whole country. And the last time they did anything close to that, it was actually more severe, of course, was 9-11, where they they not only delayed the departures, nobody was allowed to land either. Okay, Peter, uh, to the surprise of no one, the opposition party from the White House, in this case the Republicans, are saying, hey, we've all known this, why haven't changes been made? And I think it's uh, very reasonable if the Democrats were in the opposition party, they might be saying the same about a Republican as president. So how legit is it? Over the last, if this is antiquated, then we're talking last 10, 15 years or so, where major improvements should have taken place why hasn't that happened? Well, you look to the FAA, which has nothing to do with Republicans or Democrats. It's the way they're structured. And it's not going back 15 years. It's going back 30 years. Uh, the FAA has been trying to update their systems, at least they claim to be, for the last 30 years, calling it next gen. Somewhat ironic because they've been waiting so long they've gone through two generations and they haven't <laughs> done it. And, and the problem is Congress can allocate money, but the way the FAA moves, they take such a slow time in testing and approving a system that by the time they actually would implement it, that actual system would be outdated already. We're talking seven or eight years. So what happened today hopefully will serve as a major wake-up call for Congress and the FAA to do what they're supposed to do and have been supposed to do for a long time and start implementing a system, which even if they did it today, we're a year away. Um, And not only that, it's not just the system. There was no redundancy. There was no backup plan. So when it went down, it went down. How is that possible, Peter, when we're talking about, you know, hundreds of thousands of people traveling, billions of dollars driving our economy, that we don't have a backup system if people knew this needed to be replaced 30 years ago? That's right. And that's both Republican and Democrat administrations. Um, yes, for it's sure. about where they want out. It's about where, where Congress wants to allocate funds. The FAA has always been understaffed and under-resourced and under-budgeted. And that, by the way, takes it's manifested in so many other different ways that really do affect big safety issues. Now, they're going to have to figure out the real role of the FAA. Is it their job to enforce and enact regulation and safety or to promote the business of aviation? And it better not be the latter. So um, you know, let's see what happens. So should this be taken away from the FAA if they have not been able to implement this? Should another branch of our government be in charge of this? Well, well, remember, the FAA reports to what? The U.S. Department of Transportation. That's Secretary Buttigieg, who's taken a rather aggressive approach, and I think a good approach, to basically calling them on their stuff. Um, same thing happened after the Southwest meltdown. Um, the, mm-hmm. you, can, you can fully expect the U.S. DOT to come in with a large proposed fine against Southwest Airlines. Um, and that's going to be a, a, otherwise known as an enforcement action. And we're, we're seeing a, a much more proactive U.S. DOT 
uh, since uh, since Biden took over. And I think that's a good thing for passengers. Beyond that, remember, there is no passenger bill of rights. It does not exist. Uh, it doesn't exist because that goes back to 1978, an airline deregulation, which basically said nobody could regulate the airlines. Now, some states have tried. You know, New York State passed a law, a passenger bill of rights. The governor signed it. And the airlines took the uh, took the uh, uh, took them to court. And guess what? The, the, the airlines won. They prevailed because the, the the states don't have jurisdiction. So it really falls into the lap of the DOT to come up with rulemaking that can give us a clearly delineated, detailed bill of rights to let us know what the airlines' responsibilities are as well as our own. Number of questions still for Peter Greenberg. He's given us great stuff. He's CBS's travel editor about air travel coming to a halt today. So because this was not on the airlines, it was this malfunction. If I was on an 8 a.m. flight, and by the time I was able to get on a different type of flight, it's 4 o'clock, uh, 4 o'clock in the afternoon, hypothetically. Am I getting any money? Are the, do the airlines bear any responsibility at all? In this situation, the answer would be no, because this is outside of their control. I'll give you the converse. When the Southwest Airlines debacle happened, you had airlines that were canceling maybe 5 or 6% of their flights because of weather. Southwest was canceling 70% of their flights, clearly not weather. It was an operational problem under their control, and that's why they're going to get fined by the, the DOT, and that's why they're writing about $400 million in reimbursement checks this week to the million passengers who were disenfranchised. You've laid it out very well about what hasn't happened. And you talked about an aggressive approach from Pete Buttigieg. Let's say we have this conversation one year from today. As somebody who lives this every day, do you think we will see tangible plans in place and approved with a new system? Or is this just going to get pushed to the back of the line like it has been, as you've laid out over the last 30 years? Well, if history is any indication, you've already answered that question. I yeah. don't really think we're going to see it within the next year. We could see it if they really move quickly within 18 months. One last thing. Uh, yeah. Pete Buttigieg came out fairly quickly in the administration saying this was not a cyber security threat. And it seems like it was not. Were you okay with the timing of how they came out? With that, considering the, we've we sometimes learn later that it may have been a cybersecurity threat when initially not in this case, but in in other areas when it didn't appear to be uh, at the onset. Well, let me put it another way: if it had been, they would have done a much stronger uh, you know lock. There would have been no planes allowed to land. Uh, so I'm pretty sure that, that they were telling the truth. Because uh, remember, if it really had been a cyber attack or a serious hack. They would that that ground stop would have applied to any plane flying the United States, and we would have done a repeat of nine eleven. Peter, thanks for the great information. Thanks for your flexibility. We'll reach out again. Anytime. Thanks. Peter Greenberg, travel editor. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 